Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, Khuyanand, Mulwani, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. Always excited to be back, and this time even more excited because I'm speaking with the great girls. <laughs> it's always so nice to be to be able to introduce you as the great girls because it has such a lot of value to that. But good evening to all three of the great girls, and I'll introduce them individually in a moment. Good evening. Hi, Welcome to the show. So I'm speaking with Christina Miller, who is the founder of the organisation called. Great Girls, and I'm also speaking with two pod moms, what a cute name, and trustees of Great Girls, and they are Sarah and Nandi. So welcome to the program. Thank you. Now, I think we, you know, what I'd like, and I know they rebroadcast the first program, but I think for people who have just tuned in, what I'd like for you to do, Christina, is for you to just give us a little bit of background, perhaps of yourself and then also of great girls, please. Sure, thank you. Um, so just, yeah, for people who don't know what we're about, Great Girls is a, a NPO, a non-profit organization that works in Cape Town with grade 11 and 12 girls from uh, very disadvantaged areas, um, equipping them with life skills and basic um, education and um, character building interview skills, CV writing and assertiveness building basically to help them and assist them to plan their life after school and just think a little bit more about what opportunities are out there besides what they maybe have grown up thinking is available or possible for them and breaking the mold a little bit about pushing them to go further than I think they think they can go and making opportunities available to them to get jobs after school, to study further, go to tertiary education institutions after school so it's really just about breaking the mold and providing girls who want to change their future with the opportunities and the possibility to do so. That's absolutely wonderful. I just wanted whilst you were explaining that I was thinking of are there companies at this stage who will now um, be in contact with great girls so that you can facilitate placement of possible um, girls who are ready to take up a post? So what we've had in the in the last year since we've been having such great success with the corporates who've been involved is uh, one option is that a lot of the, the organizations are offering us bring a girl child to work day type of options just to get the girls familiar with what jobs are out there and what they entail and if it's something that would interest them firstly because a lot of the girls we work with don't understand what is involved in I don't engineering or accounting or being a doctor etc so just understanding a little bit more what is out there as an option firstly and then secondly we've had a few get a few organizations get hold of us this year to offer us internships even bursaries um, sponsored by the organization so it's growing fast the momentum is overwhelming a little bit but um, it's going well and this year we're offering our girls much more opportunities than the girls um, in the past years have had because so many more organizations are recognizing great girls as a strong and successful brand that's really fantastic isn't it and I mean you said in our last interview much beyond what even your expectations were yeah, well, the plan was never to have something this big going on at all. I think it's um, snowballed its own movement and, and created its own momentum. And it's far bigger than what I originally thought it was going to be. I just wanted to help out a handful of people and see what, what, what could be done. Yeah. And now this year we've got, we will be having 45 girls on the program. We now have 13 pod moms. We have CSI organizations jumping on board and supporting us. We have a venue that is fantastic in the area where the girls are from. We are just being supported and buoyed on by everybody in Cape Town. So. That's absolutely wonderful. And I was just wondering, you know, when you're talking about the 45 uh, girls that you have at the moment, and you spoke earlier on about preparing the girls for beyond matric, but I know that you have someone who's graduated from grade girls but is already in first year university. So perhaps just a little bit about that. So last year we started with grade 11 and 12 girls. So the girls who were in grade 12 are now finished school. And we've had some fantastic success stories of girls who've gotten bursaries, either full or partial, who are in their first year of tertiary education and doing fantastically well. Last time I spoke to you, we had uh, Michaela here and Razan. Razan's now in grade 12, doing really well in her final year of school. And Michaela is in her first year of culinary school at CPUT. That's absolutely wonderful. What does it feel like for you? It's surreal, I'll be honest. It's yeah. not anything we ever thought would happen. And I'm sure the girls will back me up on this when they talk to you. Yes. But it is, it's almost surreal. It kind of doesn't feel real. Yeah. 
Yeah. Does it? Is it starting to feel? This is bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, well, my fiance keeps telling me that I need to quit my day job because yeah. this is getting so big. But um, I think un- until we get to a point where we've spread out to several more areas and it's potentially interprovincial and it's going on in other places in South Africa, I think we're still focusing heavily on Cape Town and making it the best it can be. But at the moment, yes, it's a, it's a lot of work, but the reward is incredible. I'm sure. I'm sure. And thank you so much for that. I've been speaking with Christina Miller, who is the founder of of great girls this stunning organization that is empowering girls young girls and of course the question is and what about the boys and we did ask that question I'm not asking that question now I'd like to speak with Sarah perhaps shall we chat with you Sarah you know you you are introduced as a trustee and also a pod mom I'd like for you to introduce yourself um, and and perhaps just uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you are affiliated. You know, what does it mean to be a trustee and also Padmon? But I'd like you to hold your thoughts because we need to take commercial news. When we come back, we will have that discussion. Stay with us. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with the Great Girls. The founder of the Great Girls is here, Christina Miller, and I'm also speaking with the trustees, two of the trustees, as well as being pod moms, and they are Sarah and Nandi. I'm now speaking with Sarah, who's going to tell us more about herself and also what it means to be a trustee and a pod mom with Great Girls. So, Sarah, go Hi. for it. Thank you for having <laughs> us. Um, so, my name's Sarah, as you all know, and um, being getting involved in Great Girls was pretty organic for me. I'm good friends with Christina, the founder, and when she came up with this fantastic idea, I think most of us... Um, are very aware of the need around us all the time and we're always looking for ways to help and I think the Mm -hmm. biggest thing is we don't know how to help so it was actually such a blessing to have somebody come up with an idea that made sense and that was really exciting and that stood behind values that I think most women hold wanting to empower one another um, not wanting to do things for others but allowing people to be equipped to do things for themselves Mm -hmm. I think that's what we all want Um, so it seemed to make complete sense to me to get involved with Christina um, and just getting on board uh, in that way Um, I'm new to South Africa I've only been living here for three years so it was also a really fantastic way for me to um, give back to a country that I've come to call home which has been really awesome. And also to see a little bit more of the diversity of the country. Um, I think it's very easy to keep going in our own lives and live in our own little tunnel vision of what it means for us. And it's great to get out into different communities and meet different people from all sorts of backgrounds. Yeah, I've, you know, as you've been speaking, and and thank you very much for that, um, Sarah. One of the words that I spoke, that I wrote down that I'd like to ask you about is, what you know self-growth the growth that you would have experienced because you're part of it but before we get to that question i'll get to the question a little bit later just wanted to know from which country are you i'm from the uk from the united kingdom okay and so and you've been here for three years yeah just over three years okay that's wonderful well welcome to cape town thank you have you heard that song welcome to cape town no i haven't we should play it we should play it it's on our system will you please get it so that we can play it for her Okay, because it's a 
stunning song. It puts, you know, there are times when I'm in a crazy holiday mood and that would be the song that we play, <laughs> especially when it's holiday time and we know that there are lots of holiday makers coming to visit. Then we play that song. So he's, you know, oh, we're going to get that song and Shahida, play it for what you. she doesn't tell you is that she's a fully fledged South African now, having just gotten married to a De Villiers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mifro De Villiers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to learn some African. Right. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, you know, we wish you all the happiness thank in you. the world. And Cape Town is a beautiful no, place. No, it is beautiful. Really is lovely. So thank you very much for that. I'm going to get back to you and chat with you about, you know, being a trustee and also a proud mom and what it means. So perhaps to speak, to chat with Nan Nandi. Nandi, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and also, you know, how the connection, how did that come about and what does it mean for you? Please. Sure. Um, so my name's Nandi. Um, I'm an equity analyst by profession. Okay. Um, I actually came to know about Great Girls through a colleague of mine who knows Chris as well. Um, I'm originally from Johannesburg. Uh, I've lived in Cape Town a little over two years now. So it was around this time last year that I, in fact, uh, found out about Great Girls. And when I came to know about what's involved in Great Girls and what Christine is trying to achieve, it just it resonated. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been very blessed in terms of, you know, my education, my upbringing and, you yeah. know, the sort of support structures I've had growing up. And, you know, that's that's how I've, I've come to be where I am. And not all girls are afforded the opportunities or the support structures that I was. Um, and, you know, for that reason, I feel like um, I, I wanted, you know, to be part of this organization and give back and, you know, teach some of the sort of learnings that I've had and um, yeah contribute oh, right and you're talking about the sharing the sharing of of who I think the sharing of who we are and whom we've become because of the privileges that we've had it's wonderful to be able to say can I share this mm. yeah and be humbled by it and and thank you very much for that you know the there was one uh, point that you made and that was referring to the absence of support of these young girls and perhaps to go to uh, perhaps first to speak with Christina then Sarah then then Nandi just to speak about what has it felt like to get to know how there are young girls young budding women who will not, who will hardly have any support. Well, Shahida, when I obviously came up with this idea in my last interview, I told you about how I'd met these girls who were the same age as me, who had done well, who had matriculated and had not been able to find jobs in over 10 years of leaving school. And it just horrified me because I thought to myself, well, you know, surely there's something out there. And that's what started it. And when I started getting involved and we grew, grew and the, the, the team grew and the momentum grew and suddenly we were having this massive project going and there were speakers flying in from Joburg and university lecturers giving up their weekends to write material for us and speak to the girls. I suddenly realized that, as Nandi says, it resonated with people. But what really struck home for me was when we sent out the application forms and got the first application forms in from the first girls and started reading their motivation letters. Yeah. There was a box of tissues because I cried so hard. Yeah. Some of these girls were writing things like, I really need to be a great girl because it's the only good thing that would probably ever happen to me oh in my gosh. high school career. Or yes. I need to be a great girl because the options available to me at the moment are to become a cashier when I leave school. Yeah. And that's what my mom was and that's what my aunt is. And then I feel like there is more for me out there, but I don't know how to get there. Yeah. Or I feel like I need to be chosen before great girls just to understand that there is something other than what I see in my future available to me. And I remember just being so upset because I knew this was what I was doing. And I knew, I think all of us knew this is what we were doing. But when we actually read the words yes. of the girls and the heartbreaking messages that they're, mm -hmm. they're telling us or the, the places they're coming from, I mean, it's a generalization. Not everyone comes from, from that type of area. We've got some girls with fantastic support structures and parents who are pushing them so hard and so supportive. But I think it's more just these girls don't maybe understand what the options are. And the fact that we are offering them an alternative is what they grab. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think it's, you know, as you describe it, it's really so wonderful and it does touch a person's heart. And I'm particularly wanting to speak about it because at some stage of this discussion, we again going to ask the people who can be supportive of great girls that they really need to take it very seriously because it's a contribution that you're making that that's just stunning. How else does one put it? And so, so Sarah, 
Sarah speaking with you when we when Christina mentions reading those letters mm. and you get the feel of the heart but almost the bottom of the heart of these girls when they open up and they write those letters and speak their truth what does it feel like for you you know coming from the UK a different background a different life different opportunities and now having to meet and to get to know about the the heart and the condition of another girl I think what was really striking for me is that um, when you kind of put aside different backgrounds different upbringings different skin colors um, and even gender although we are working with girls we're all the same we all need very similar ingredients to work um, we need role models we need support whether that's through school or family or parents or friends um, we all need encouragement we all need um, older people and wiser people who have done something before guiding us and listening to us and I think as Nandi was saying um, the two things for me were first a realization that actually doesn't matter where you're from we you know we all know what what we need and how we can support other people around us but second of all how lucky i've been and how lucky so many of us are yeah. and things that i certainly take for granted um and i've had to re remind myself that i shouldn't take for granted um of having other women who i can speak to whether it's friends or whether it's my mom or teachers at school who i could say had big impacts on the decisions I made um, and for, without whom I wouldn't be where I am at the moment. And I think um, there's a real sense of responsibility, particularly I think with women, because I think women really um, flourish in community uh, and in community with one another, that we have a huge responsibility towards every woman that we encounter and our needs are the same. Yeah. Um, and I think one something that was very surprising for me and I think for a lot of the team was how much we flourished in the community of great girls too. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking of in nurturing the hearts of others, you're actually nurturing your own heart. Absolutely. And, and thank you so much for that, Sarah. We have to take commercial news when we come back. We'll speak with Nandi because I'd, I'd really want to go to Nandi's heart and just speak about, you know, when when you have, when you encounter the needs of these girls and you now know in the absence of the support, my goodness, here I am and I can be support, uh, the support and what that feels like. But stay with us, don't go away. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Welcome back. I'm having a discussion with great girls. The founder is Christina Miller and also two pod moms. They are Sarah and Nandi. So we'll speak with Nandi next. You know, Nandi, you mentioned that the one of the experiences with the girls in that are now a part of great girls um, have been very often the lack of or the absence of support that these girls you know have and and then you come in and you take up the role of being a supporter being a pod mom so and i'd like for you to tell me what does it feel like because i'm thinking you're speaking to your heart at that time because if you're reading something about someone else's heart it's it's resonating with your heart and you you're telling your heart some stuff what are of those things yeah, so I often tell people when asked about my experience with great girls, how this is such an exchange. You know, mm -hmm. we come in as pod moms, as mentors, uh, believing or thinking that, you know, we're the teachers, we're the ones with the skills and the tool, tools to impart. But it's a learning experience for us as much as it is for the girls. You know, there's so much you learn about yourself in in um, stepping into other people's lives, you know, whose lives are somewhat different to your own or going back to being 16, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a mutual learning experience. I think that's been the biggest lesson for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and, and thank you very much for that. And I think that is so when we have these very significant um, relationships that we take to heart, perhaps to speak about 
does it not also give put you in a position where you're thinking oh my word i really need to be a responsible person uh, you know concerning different aspects of my of my life and perhaps just to chat with christina about that first well i mean the one thing that always strikes me is that you know as girls we believe very strongly in great girls that we are each other's champions mm -hmm. um, and uh, there's even a Facebook post that we posted a couple of weeks ago about how a woman is a woman's best friend but she can also be a, her worst enemy yeah. and women in our society nowadays tend so much to bring each other down and gossip about each other and skinner about each other or be mean about each other especially when women are successful and I think what we emulated great girls is just completely against that we boy up the girls around us we are their champions we are their number one fans and supporters and I think the thing for me in this whole situation has been that in doing that you have to be a pretty strong moral morally sort of compassed person yourself yes. you can't let yourself slip into that when you're tired or you're grumpy you've had a long day mentoring girls for eight and a half hours running yeah. moving tables carrying chairs yeah. dealing with people parking your car yeah. in a particularly unsafe place mm -hmm. and you, you're really at your end of your absolute tether and you've still got to maintain that absolute adult mature emotionally neutral stance where you are providing support and advice and you're not letting yourself slip into whining or whinging or now we have to go watch 45 plates um, after lunch and everyone's just getting on their last nerve and we have to absolutely maintain that throughout yeah. and it's been such a learning curve for all of the people on the team I mean we're all relatively young ourselves it's not like um, you know we, we're sure we're not 16 but we're not saying that we're middle-aged at yes. all for us we're all young we still should have that energy but it's about making that energy tie in with the mental capacity to stay focused and on theme and on message throughout the entire program and I think it is so so important because it speaks about the, the very integrity of great girls and it speaks to another question which I, I don't even think I'm going to be able to go there but the whole criteria when bringing on new pod moms because we wanting to say you know at the end of this program if there is anyone who feels that they'd like to be a part of the program that they should be in contact with you but it also brings out is the care for pod moms that at times there would be time that you need to step back and 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 have self-caring as well in terms of empowering yourself to to be the best that you can be for the girls so yeah. we actually take all the one of the first things i did when i set up the program was that i realized i was putting these pod moms in pretty difficult situations mm -hmm. they were not only dealing with emotional teenage girls which is yeah. the one element to, to think about but they're also potentially dealing with with situations that we've never or we would think we would never be exposed to so there may have been violence or trauma or some kind yes. of ho horrific experience that the girls would come to and they're coming to us as as mentors as, as persons that they look to for advice and support and I worried that my pod moms wouldn't be equipped to be able to deal with that so one of the first things we did was take them through a, a course on setting boundaries emotional support vicarious um, trauma and 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 lifeline assisted us with that just equipping the, the pod moms with a little bit of emotional armor if that's mm -hmm. what i can call mm -hmm. it um we'll be repeating that this year for the new pod moms and the old pod moms because i think they uh, could definitely benefit from a refresher yeah. but it's been inc <coughs> incredibly helpful i think yeah. at all times we even set out guidelines and rules of what was allowed to happen and what was allowed to be discussed etc and not that we needed them but it would just set the, set everything straight from the beginning to make sure that we made sure we were on message about what great girls is and we didn't let ourselves get pull down paths that were potentially damaging or dangerous and I, th uh, and I think it works both ways it would be for your pod moms and particularly you have to protect your pod moms in order for them to protect the young girls that they're working with exactly. I think boundaries and emotional armor is critical to the process especially if you do not come from perhaps a psychology background or so and really so so perhaps just to speak with um, Sarah about one of the let's talk about being a pod mom mm. what does it mean for you how has it impacted on your life so I think the difference um, of being a pod mom compared to being on the, the overall team is that you take responsibility for a certain number of girls um, each program so last year I had six girls in my pod who I mentored and so I'm not just um, helping assist great girls run as a whole but I'm also tracking the individual progress throughout the process of those six girls so you immediately have a very personal investment um, which in itself adds a whole other layer to being involved in the project um, from the very pragmatic um, helping girls with homework or tasks set 
on the program to mentoring them on a one-on-one basis for two years following the program. So I'm still in contact with my girls. Um, I meet up with them uh, say three or four times in the year and it's about tracking progress and continuing to assist as life goes on um, so we don't we kind of we obviously we want great girls to be a sustainable program and we ultimately want participants of the program to come back and be pod moms yes. because actually that would be the most fantastic situation somebody right. from a similar background who's gone through the process and learned those lessons yeah um, so being a pod mom it has a very, very personal element attached to it. And obviously it, it, it allows us to tailor the program to individual needs. Sure. So if I've got a girl in my pod who has a particular issue or struggle or concern, as, a, as a, a trust, we can get on board and say, okay, this is where we can assist you. And it c- provides a very tailored approach and also a level of accountability. Um, it's a privilege to be part of Great Girls. It's a privilege to be on the program. It's a privilege to be part of our alumni community. And we have standards and expectations of how you're going to use what you've learned from the program going forwards. Um, and also, it's it's very rewarding to see something through more than just two, three months of, of intensive program, I'm to sure. actually watch women grow. The growth, the growth. Um, it's fantastic. And, and it's one of the questions I wanted to ask is, when you're thinking of yourself in, and thinking in terms of self-growth, what are the things that immediately comes to mind in terms of, oh my word, I feel like I I've grown so much in this area. That's a really interesting question. Wow. Um, I can answer this one. <laughs> Handling disappointment. Yeah. I think I think handling expectations of yourself and of others. Um, obviously we disappoint ourselves. I think we've all learned a lot about ourselves on this program. It's it's an you know, it's a tough program to be part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's your own disappointment of yourself and your own expectations of your own ability. But also, yes, that we've had girls who've dropped out of the program and that is really crushing. Especially as a pod mom if it's somebody you've mentored individually and you've really invested in. Um, and that is disappointing. Um, and it's you know it's very easy to blame yourself, it's very easy to blame other people. But that's what there's also a point where you say, okay, well that's life. What can we learn from this? How can we move on? And, and those are the tools we're trying to teach girls on the Great Girls program. Life happens what can you learn from it how do you move on and I think that's very challenging for ourselves um, Mm. and to think positively and you know to still care about the individuals that you're looking after but to also be conscious of the bigger picture right and I think you know what you also speaking about is teaching um, how to handle you know certain expectations and then the disappointments like life happens teaching it is different to living Absolutely. it living it and but you know what i think it's the living of it that makes you a better teacher because it's like mm. i always say when someone says to me it's so hard and if i've known what it's felt like to say it's so hard only then will i have an idea what it really means when they say that but thank you so much for that let's chat with nandi a little bit nandi you know of the you, you spoke about the sharing and and I know that you come with a particular or particular skills. Tell us about what what stands out for you. Moments when it felt like, wow, that was a great moment shared, and and how the growth was that followed the self growth. Mm, okay, so I uh, give a little talk to the girls on um, budgeting and financial planning. So I have a finance background mm-hmm. and. My personal goal, you know, for myself is um, financial freedom or financial independence. Mm -hmm. And I want that for young girls, you know, in this country and all over the world. And to be able to share that knowledge, the knowledge that I have with the girls um, and, you know, to to see how they process it and how they think about it. And, you know, when I saw my girls recently, they're talking about, you know, starting part time jobs, you know, starting to save. Um, you know, th- these are skills and tools that are now being applied. And for me personally, you know, it's it's so rewarding. Um, and just picking up on what Sarah and um, Christina were saying earlier, I think one of the most important aspects of being a pod mom is realizing that we are not problem solvers. We are here to assist these girls to find solutions to whatever challenges or obstacles they have. So I think for me that's been a, a big learning point as well as I'm not here to solve problems, but I'm here to be a guide or a facilitator, you know, 
Um, yeah. and, and, and true, you're speaking of something that is very, very important because what we often do is we, and, and it, it comes to boundaries, we immediately feel like, can I do something for you? Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. that would a be lot the, of charities yeah. do do that. Yeah. There's a, an immediate issue or immediate problem and a lot of, of organi- I don't want to say charities only, but a lot of organizations, their first idea is to solve the problem yeah so it's buy a meal or buy a jersey or right. you know but it's yeah. that whole thing about you know teach a man to to fish, to fish. and he'll eat for life it's right. the same thing i think you know teach yeah. a woman yeah. how to do something and yeah. she'll make make a success of her life and her family will benefit and generations following that will, will benefit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is so true you know we're talking about the commitment and i want to speak about was it difficult you know, at, at first, you're starting as a pod mom and you're starting with so many or you have so many. At some stage, did it feel, wow, this is bigger than what I thought it was going to be? And, and did it question the very commitment to, oh, my word, am I going to be able to carry this through? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I think the first module right. that we ever ran all of the pod, pod moms stood in front of the group of girls they've been allocated and thought, what on earth am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, how, <laughs> yeah. what, what can I say? What can I impart? Yeah. I feel completely out of depth. Yeah. And I think certainly, um, I certainly had, didn't fully process uh, how much investment it would take to mentor somebody, not just through the program, but for the next two years. Yes. Um, it's basically like having six more friends mm. um, from a time and energy commitment. Um, and and that's, that's a big, big responsibility. Mm-hmm. And these are young girls. They're not afraid to ask questions about you and about your life and what you're doing. And yes. why hasn't that changed since the last time I saw you? Which are all very good questions and sometimes more pertinent than our immediate friends would ever have the courage to ask. And yeah. I think... Um, yeah, it's a huge, I can, I can continually, I'm slightly terrified by the responsibility, but I think that's good because I think it shows an awareness of the responsibility. Absolutely. Because um, it, it is. People's yeah. lives are, are important and it's yes. a huge responsibility. Right. We have to take commercial news. When we come back, we'll speak a little bit more about the commitment and what it feels like and at times, you know, and how that actually keeps you in check. You know, so so it's living in the moment, living consciously. And it's like, you know, the word that we the buzzword, one of the buzzwords these days, mindfulness to be able to be mindful of where I am and where am I going? So stay with us. Don't go. Don't go away. As one of South Africa's most trusted brands, ShopRite uses the ShopRite community network to support community projects across South Africa. I am Nasreen Khan, the librarian of Islamic Library Cape Town, and would like to thank ShopRite for assisting us with 10,000 rand worth of items. Thank you. Nominate a community project on 083-913-9000 and help ShopRite make a difference in your community. ShopRite, there for you always. Drive Time Epic. Seven seasons, 114 different countries, and over 5,000 live interviews. That's a Voice of the Cape Drive Time, your afternoon actuality show. Drive Time Epic. Going places, getting there. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 Kali and I'm speaking with Great Girls. The founder of Great Girls, the organization, is Christina Miller. And then I'm speaking with two pod moms, Sarah and Nandi. So now we'll chat with Nandi. Nandi, how many girls do you have at the moment that you're mentoring? So I started with six girls in my pod. Um, 
one of my girls did not graduate, but I'm still in contact with uh, five of my girls. Okay, that's really, really great, my goodness. It's hard work. It's it's very hard work. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard work, and it it's it's a commitment in terms of time. I mean, um, to spend you know an entire day of a Saturday every other week, you know, it's it's a huge sacrifice in terms of, of time. Course. But of also, there is an emotional investment. You know, these are young people with hopes and dreams and you know goals and. You know, you're investing in them and they're yes. investing in you. So there is an emo emotional commitment um, as well or investment. Um, but it's rewarding. You know, it's a I'm big sure. commitment, but it's it's very rewarding. I'm sure. I'm sure. Are there times, look, young people are young people. And so sometimes they might come up with an idea that you feel, okay, it's a great idea, but I need to just explain it a little bit differently. But I don't want to to sound too negative and you know especially with the financial side yeah you know and do I'm you find actually often called the fun sponge amongst my friends like okay. I'm the Debbie Downer because I'm the one who's always talking about being practical and right. so you do have yeah. to find that balance you know you don't want to you know young people eyes rose tinted glasses and you know mm -hmm. you want you want the girls to dream yes but you also want them to be realistic mm -hmm. you know you want them to manage their own expectations so so often your process would also be how can i make dreams into realistic goals and what are the time frames yeah, and, I, so, I and so practicalities that's very much the point of great girls is we're giving you skills and tools to help you identify your goals and objectives and um you know to help you pursue opportunities but the point is you know okay you've identified a goal but what are the steps you're taking to get to that goal mm -hmm. I think that's really our goal as pod moms is to be able to guide them through that process yes, yes. this is what you've decided you want to do yeah. but how do you get there right and and so it doesn't I mean part of the self-growth would be to become so structured to become so um, What's the word, you know, when it makes absolute sense when you go through a presentation and that's what it would be doing with your own life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so because you've got to kind of step back and say, well, OK, fine. So this is the message I'm giving. How does that message apply to me? Yeah. And uh, you need to you need to live these things. You need to you know, live these you things need to be the example. Yeah. Um, which can be tricky, but. Um, it's part of the learning learning process for us as pod moms, I guess. Right. And it brings to question for me the, the whole element of here are so many um, people that you have in your organization, all human beings. And how does one help that that the people involved in great goals also self-actualize? So we, well, maybe I shouldn't say we because I think it was a bit horrifying to the team in the beginning, but I have an approach where there are no secrets, there are no gray areas, everything is out in the open and kind of let it all hang out. Hang out. And I think in the beginning the girls were a little horrified because if I didn't like something I would say, nope, I don't agree with that and I welcomed people challenging my decisions as well. And so when, when we finally formed the trust and, and we got the other trustees on board, um, it, it, everything is a joint decision, everything gets bounced off everybody, but even for team members, especially the new team members if they're listening now, um, <laughs> we, we are all very strong, very independent, opinionated women. We're all professionals, we all still hold down full-time jobs. So this is a passion, and if you're talking about a passion being something you're giving so much time and energy to, you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And that means that we have very strong approaches, everybody has a say, everybody has a, a critique or an opinion, and it's finding a really good balance I have found helps with the honesty and the transparency and so yes we've had tears and yes we've had screaming matches but at the same time on that day of graduation when all those parents and principals arrive from those schools we all have a good fat cry at the end because it has been such a massive achievement achievement that we've all managed together and I'm going to say this again for the millionth time I could not have done any of this without without the two people sitting here in this room and the 15 other people in Cape Town who support us. That's absolutely wonderful and, and really on behalf of the, the girls, you know, that's a part of this program. One wants to say as a community to say thank you very much for the hard work that you're doing. It really is appreciated. Um, I'd, I'd like to speak a little bit about when you have this whole this whole idea of 
champions for each other and we're talking about women to women because we do we know we come from a background and we're constantly seeing how society is harder on women families are harder on women the mother must just as i say the father can and you know and there he goes and the mother must just whatever that is going to yeah. be yeah. she needs to be and and often she is the one most criticized yeah. um what does it feel like when you hear all these opinions and you're thinking wow you know this is just such an opportunity for everyone to be a champion to live it so at this point, I would challenge you very strongly to go to our Facebook page. So I, I subscribe to quite a lot of feeds on Facebook, especially women-inspired and, and women-led uh, blogs or, or talking forums, platforms, and women TEDx and all those types of things. And what always strikes me is that there's always quite a mixed message coming across there. It's either a criticism of men or it's a criticism of other women criticizing other women. Mm -hmm. And I feel like from the beginning when we started Great Girls and we started setting up our social media platforms, the one thing we all agreed on was that it was going to be positive. Everything we put out was either about educating young girls, empowering young girls, being good, being better, being leaders. Right. And and I would challenge you to find one thing on our Facebook page that says anything negative about men, firstly, or says anything negative about other women mm -hmm. and the way they've done things. Our message is always, women are each other's best friend. friend. And as long as you are championing each other and supporting each other, you can only succeed. And I think if there are listeners who are listening at the moment who have stunning best friends will know that that is actually so much the truth. What will we do without our best friends? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my word. I now want to change the focus of the discussion a little bit because it is, you know, we have 12 minutes left over in the program. And of that is going to be taken away from us by commercial news. I'd like for you to speak uh, with us about if there was anyone who was interested in becoming a pod mom, just a little bit about that. And also, are there any needs that great girls have? Please. All right. So if somebody is interested in being a pod mom, we're not sexist, but at the moment, all our pod moms are female. So if you're a lady out there and you want to be a pod mom, um, there is no age limit. There is no professional guidelines or anything it's somebody who has the passion and the time which is the important part we run the program for two and a half months of the year in the third term but then there is a two-year commitment so the person who wants to be a pod mom needs to be available to commit two years of their time they need to have transport obviously to get to the venue they need to have self-management and time management skills and they need to be somebody who has integrity and has the the self-belief that they could guide another human being to make better choices and empower themselves um, they can get hold of us through the website which is www.greatgirls.co.za uh, all our email addresses and contact information is on the website and um, I would urge them to do it sooner rather than later because uh, the pod mom the kickoff pod mom meeting the planning and strategy meeting is happening on the 21st of this month and at that point we won't be accepting any more pod moms okay fine that is absolutely great and I have a cell phone number the 0836562666 that's your number yes is a number they can call as well now tell us what you need all right, so we actually have a wish list, which I think I'll need to talk to Sarah about putting on the website because she's our website guru. Mm -hmm. um, we have a wish list at the moment, which ranges from anything from extension cords and multi-plugs to black bags to tea and coffee and long-life milk and sugar, right through to anyone, especially corporates or organizations that want to sponsor hot meals, um, hot lunches for the girls on the day. So there is a really diverse range of what we need for the on-day running of yes. the cost of the programs. But then also something that maybe um, someone could look at getting involved in is putting together the learning material for the girls. Mm -hmm. One of our largest expenses is the learning material because we make sure that we give them meaningful take-home information that they can then use and refer to in the future. Okay. So templates for their CVs, etc. So it's all stationary files, printing, file dividers, you know, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And if I showed you our printing bill, you might get a bit sick. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure. I'm really sure. But then also you have another kit that you give to the girls and, you know, makeup and yes. such beautifying, you know, uh, aspects of being a woman. 
tell us about that. And you need some of that. No, well, Shahida, since the last time I spoke to you, we have an, a fantastic sponsor that's come on board. Oh, my um, Essence Makeup Group has yes. sponsored us in a full makeup kit for every single girl on the program. Can I be a girl? On the- <laughs> yeah, um, it was actually oh, a fantastic meeting. I, I walked in there wow. and I spoke to the two ladies and they didn't even need convincing. They were in. It wasn't, wow. it wasn't even a sales pitch on my part. They were like, we're in. What do you need? When do you need it by? That we'll even come and stunning. do the makeup tutorial. So That is absolutely stunning because it's so much a part of feeling good, looking good, looking the part. I mean, yeah. being confident. Know, and being confident. Yes. Absolutely. And enjoying being a woman. Yes. It's really fun. Yes. And enjoying being beautiful. <laughs> absolutely. Leo, we have to take commercial news. When we come back, we'll probably have to wrap up this discussion. Proceed. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali and we're chatting with Great Goals, the organization. And of course, Sarah's not from here, Nandi's not from here, and we want to say <laughs> welcome to Cape Town. because they're not from here but we actually so happy to have these great girls here so just to come back to the uh, discussion um, we you spoke about the wish list and I think people got an idea and I know also that at some stage you fit out those girls in clothing to their size and and so on and perhaps just you know if there are any people because I know in in our with our listenership we have many people who are in the clothing business so perhaps just a, a word on that so um, at the end of the program the very last day is probably the most stressful day for the girls they are 
tasked with taking all of the skills that they've learned over the two and a half months and put through a series of six back-to-back mock interviews with corporates, Mm -hmm. people who come from a professional environment and grill them Mm -hmm. and train them and teach them how to improve their interview skills. So it's very much a two-way street and they get feedback immediately on the interviewing. But in order to do that, they need to have a suitable interview outfit. And what we found was a lot of the girls have smart clothes, but not something that you could wear to a, a work interview mm-hmm. or even a, a bursary scholarship interview yes and so what we did was we paired up with chic mamas who are a second-hand clothing store high-end and uh, we did a huge clothing drive in august last year and we got black bags and black bags full of second-hand but well we called it previously loved yes. but very good quality workwear Wonderful. From women across Cape Town. And so what we did was we put the girls um, through a day with Rafi Roberts from Shik Mama, who's a personal stylist. And uh, we had a, a dr- my mom there, let me just be honest, my mom was there and she's a, she's a seamstress, a dressmaker. And so every outfit was personally styled by Rafi Roberts for each girl and then tailored to fit them perfectly, like a glove. That's and when they arrived for their interviews, they just looked fantastic. So if anyone wants to donate any clothing to us, uh, again, website contacts, we have several drop-off zones across Cape Town. That's absolutely wonderful and we kind of very fast going to the end of this discussion. After the news at 10, I will reiterate the contact details of Great Girls and, and I'll give you the cell phone number and the um, website address, etc. For now, I want to say thank you very much. Thank you very much to Christina Miller, who is the founder of Great Girls, and thank you very much to the part moms, <laughs> Sarah and Nandi. Thank you, and thank you for being a part of my program, and I wish you well. Good evening. Thank, thank you. you. That was absolutely great. Absolutely, absolutely. For now, we're going to be going into the news at 10. But we have quite, and I think I have a little bit of a minute. And in that minute, I'm going to say to you that the website address of Great Girls is www.greatgirls.co.za. And the cell phone number to contact if you want to sponsor anything, anything on the wish list. You've heard, you know, what they need. And as well, if you are interested in becoming a pod mom, you have up to the 21st of April to make that decision. But of course, it needs a two-year commitment and transport as well. But really, um, we're looking at people with integrity and people who really are wanting to extend their heart in wanting to improve the hearts of others. So the cell phone number of Christina Miller is 083 Six five six two triple six. That's O eight three six five six two triple six. And so that is the number of Christina Miller for now. The news at ten.